don't know what to do. What do you mean? Like, what do we say? I don't know. Introduce yourself. You introduce yourself. Okay. Okay. <laughs> to our podcast true crimes and story times i'm kirsten i'm michelle and it's halloween month Woo! our favorite month of the it's year. actually october 1st today is today. october 1st so we're kicking it off with a uh, story time um yes we are i originally was going to go into descriptive detail of each of the halloween movies mm-hmm. michael myers movies and do one each week But I feel like that's going to be really repetitive. Yeah. Because all of the movies are really similar. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do more things for the month of Halloween. The month. Yeah. So, in today's episode, I'm going to put in a little less detail a summary of three of the Halloween movies. Okay. And then I'm thinking I'm going to do something similar, like, to this for, Mm -hmm. like, Friday the 13th next week. Okay. Maybe. We'll see. I haven't been on my mind yet, but okay. That way, I'm gonna. I'm not just gonna talk about one Halloween figure. Okay. I'm gonna talk about more than one. Gotcha. For this go around. So today, the three movies I'm going to talk about are the original Halloween movie that came out in 1978. Okay. And then there are a lot of movies in between. Yeah. There's a lot of side stories, a lot of different versions mm-hmm. of what happened after that movie. But I'm going to do the most current movies. So, after the one that came out in 1978, chronologically, or I think that's the word I'm thinking of, mm-hmm. the next series of events happens 40 years later. Okay. In 2018. So, we're going to talk about that movie, and then we're going to talk about the second one called Halloween Kills. Cool. Okay. Let's get it. Okay. So, if you don't know what I'm talking about, Halloween, the movie, is the story of Michael Myers. Right. So, on Halloween night, so this is the first movie. We're starting off with the first movie. Okay. The original. Gotcha. OG. OG. So, on Halloween night in 1963 in Haddonfield, Illinois, six-year-old Michael Myers stabbed his teenage sister Judith to death with a kitchen knife. Okay. Six years old. Okay. Pretty crazy. Yeah. So... For the next 15 years, obviously, he was incarcerated at Smith's Grove Sanitarium. Mm -hmm. So, 15 years later, he'd be 21. Right. On October 30th, 1978, which is when the movie takes place, Michael's psychiatrist, Dr. Samuel Loomis, and his colleague, Marion Chambers, go to the sanitarium to escort Michael to court for a hearing. Okay. Loomis hopes that the outcome of the hearing is that Michael will be locked up for life. He thinks he's, like, evil. Mm-hmm. So, however, when they pull up to Smith's Grove, Michael steals their car and escapes. Okay. And in the process, he kills a mechanic and takes his overalls and then drives to Haddonfield. So, okay. when you see... 
the typical Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. He's got he wears overalls. Right. That's where he got them from. Interesting. So when he gets to Haddonfield, he goes into a local hardware store and he steals knives, ropes, and a white mask that he wears. Right. The you know, the look that when we all think of Michael Myers. Yes. Which is what's his name? The actor. William Shatner. William Shatner. It's a William Shatner mask. Yeah, they just painted it. Mm-hmm. So, on Halloween, he sees high school student Lori Strode drop off a key at the abandoned Myers house where he used to live. And her father is trying to sell that house. Okay. What we don't know, well, it's implied. We figure it out. But Lori Strode is Michael's little sister. Oh, okay. So, at the very beginning, she was a baby. Mm-hmm. When he was six. So he killed his older sister. And then before he could kill her too, he was caught. Gotcha. So his whole, throughout all of these movies, his whole goal is to kill Lori. Okay. Because she is, there are different versions of the story. She -hmm. was adopted. And that's why her last name is Strode. She doesn't know that she's Michael Myers' sister. Okay. Um... Because she was a baby at the because time, she so was they a just baby. didn't tell her. They sheltered it from her. They didn't want her to know. Um, apparently, in one of the movies, um, her parents died. I think her mom killed herself okay. because of everything that happened. It's like a side story. I don't mm-hmm. know. Some of it doesn't add up. Yeah. Moral of the story, she was adopted. Gotcha. Name changed. She doesn't know she's Michael Myers' sister. Okay. Okay. So, throughout the next few scenes, Lori notices that he is stalking her, but her friends Annie Brackett and Linda Vanderklok dismiss her concerns. Like, it's nothing. He's just, it's Halloween. Yeah. Like, he's just some guy being weird. Right. So, Dr. Loomis arrives in Haddonfield searching for Michael because he escaped. Yeah. And um, he finds Judith's tombstone. The sister he killed in the beginning mm-hmm. finds her tombstone ha- is missing from the cemetery. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, Dr. Loomis meets with Annie's father. Annie's father is the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Annie is Lori's friend. Okay. So, the doctor meets with her father and they investigate Michael's house where mm-hmm. Loomis tells the sheriff that Michael is pure evil. And, like, they should definitely be concerned. Okay. But the sheriff is, like, it's not that big of a deal. He doubts any danger from Michael, which is okay. not good. Yeah. Literally, he yeah. stabbed someone when he was six when he years was old. six. With the intention of also killing his baby sister. Right. So, he goes out to patrol the streets anyway to kind of give Dr. Loomis a little bit of relief. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Loomis waits at... The abandoned Myers house, waiting for Michael to return. Right, because that's where he would be. Right. Because because of what happened, because he stabbed his sister, that house has been empty. Yeah. Nobody wants to move into that house where right. they know a child killed their older sister. I mean, I wouldn't want to either. In yeah, no. In the U.S., it's, you have to disclose, like, uh, every, every murder that has happened within yeah. the last, like, five or ten years or something like that. Yeah. I can't remember what the actual thing is. So, that night, Lori is babysitting a little boy named Tommy Doyle. Mm-hmm. And Annie 
is babysitting Lindsay Wallace across the street from Tommy Doyle. Okay. So they're right across the street. Michael is still stalking them. Mm-hmm. And he is spying on Annie, like, through the window. And she, he ends up killing the Wallace's dog. No. Yeah, it always That's what I always when the dog hate. Dies. Yeah. I can see a human die all day on <laughs> on a TV. On, on TV. TV. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it, like. It in, sucks when the dog dies. Yeah. Because they're innocent. They didn't do anything. So, Tommy, from across the street, sees Michael from the windows and thinks mm-hmm. he's a boogeyman. But Lori doesn't believe him. Oh, okay. So, he's like, oh, the boogeyman. And Lori's like, boogeyman's it's not funny. real. Yeah. So, Annie, later, um, takes Lindsay, the little girl she's babysitting, mm-hmm. over to the Doyle house, where Lori is, to spend the night. Okay. And then she's going to go pick up her boyfriend, Paul. Okay. When she gets in the car to leave, Michael is in the car, and he is in the back seat, and he reaches around and strangles her and slices her throat and kills her Okay, in the car. First death. First death. Minus the dog. Yeah. Obviously, that's the one death that we really care about. Yeah. So, soon after that, Linda, another one of their friends, and mm-hmm. her boyfriend, Bob, arrive at the Wallace's house where Michael just killed Annie. Right. Um, and the house is empty. They don't look in the car. They don't think any of the car. Okay. House is empty. So they went upstairs to, you know, get it on in the bedroom because nobody's home. Well, you know what that means in a horror movie. If you're yeah. having sex, you're going to die soon. <laughs> so after they get done doing what they're doing, her boyfriend Bob goes downstairs to get a beer. Mm-hmm. And Michael sees him and pins him to the wall with a kitchen knife, like through his stomach to the wall. Real gross. Michael then takes his glasses off, puts them on him, and then covers himself in a sheet, pretending to be Bob. Oh, okay. So he goes upstairs to Linda and is, like, kind of, like, just standing in the doorway being weird. Mm -hmm. So Linda's like, what is your deal? Like, get over here, blah, blah. And he's just standing there. So she gets annoyed. And she calls Lori across the street to find out where Annie went because Mm -hmm. Annie's supposed to be there babysitting, right? So, while she's on the phone, Michael proceeds to strangle Linda with the phone cord while Lori's listening on the other end. But she thinks it's a joke. Like, oh, you guys are, like, playing a joke on me. Whatever. So, after Michael strangles her, he picks up the phone and puts it to, e- to his ear. And that's mm-hmm. where you hear the <sighs> breathing in the phone mm-hmm. that everybody thinks of when they think of Michael Myers. Breathing real heavy in the background. Yeah. So then she starts to get worried. Mm-hmm. So all all of this is going on. Dr. Loomis discovers the stolen car that um, Michael had been using earlier in the movie. And begins searching the streets looking for Michael. I read that as sheets. <laughs> searching the sheets. Searching the sheets. Sorry. Okay. Well, he did have a sheet over him. I know. He's that's why I read it as sheet, <laughs> yeah. I feel like. <laughs> so, sis... Lori starts to get suspicious of what's mm-hmm. going on on the other end. So she goes over to the, the Wallace house and finds all of the dead bodies. As well as Judith's headstone. Mm. But uh, she doesn't know that that's her sister. Right. She's she just, just like, thinks it's weird. What the hell? Yeah. So. I mean, she, if I walked into somebody's bedroom upstairs and there was a concrete headstone, I would yeah. be like a little concerned. Yeah. So, she's running down the hallway, scared, and then Michael suddenly appears in the dark and slashes her arm 
causing her to fall over the stairway banister. Mm-hmm. So she, like, falls over the stairs. Right. So she's, like, dazed and injured. She escapes and runs back across the street to the Doyle house, but finds she lost the keys to the front door. Oh, jeez. Of course. And they were somewhere in the house across the street. And the that's not good because that means he can get in. Yeah. <laughs> so Tommy, the little boy that she was babysitting, obviously sees her and lets her in. Right. Lori tells Tommy and Lindsay to hide in the closet, and she tries to call for help, but the phone is dead. Okay. Somebody cut the lines. It's a home phone. I don't know how the phone is dead, but maybe somebody You can it. pull it from the wall. Yeah. Also, yeah, you can. In the old days, you could cut the cut line. Him. Yeah. So, Michael sneaks in through one of the windows and attacks her again, but she incapacitates him by stabbing him in the neck with a knitting needle. Hell yeah. This guy, this is what I don't understand about Michael Myers. He is, he doesn't die. He, and you'll never. see that. He Why? never dies. I don't understand. He's not supernatural or he's not supposed to be. It's yeah. never said he wasn't like experimented on or anything. He's just mm-hmm. an evil kid. I'm think here's well, what I'm thinking. Well, he's 21 now, but. The spirit of him killing his sister is what keeps him alive. Probably. Or the, the thought of killing his sister, you know. Yeah. So, she thinks he's dead. Mm-hmm. So, she goes upstairs to the closet to check on the kids, but is shocked when she sees Michael is alive, and he's trying to kill her again. So, she tells the children to go to the bathroom while Lori hides in the bedroom closet, but Michael finds her and breaks in through the closet door. Okay. So, Lori stabs him in the eye with a coat hanger and in the chest with his own knife that he was holding. She then tells Tommy and Lindsay to go down the street to a neighbor's house and call the police. After they leave, Michael awakens once again after he's been stabbed in the eye and in the chest. Literally. And slowly approaches Lori, who doesn't see him coming. Dr. Loomis sees the kids running away from the house and then he's like, "Mm, I bet he's in there. So he goes in to investigate and finds Michael and Lori fighting upstairs. Lori rips Michael's mask off, which he doesn't like. I don't know why, but he does not want anybody to see his face. Mm-hmm. It is, like, a big thing for him. Right. Which, I don't I don't know why, but I don't know. So, um, that distracts him because he's freaking out. He doesn't want anybody to see him. While he's distracted, Dr. Loomis comes in and shoots Michael six times. Six times. Okay, and then he goes... Like with a real gun. Like with Not a, like a trank gun? No, like with a real gun. And so that, like, puts him out the window off the balcony onto the ground. Okay. Lori asks Dr. Loomis if Michael was the boogeyman that Tommy Doyle had referred to before. And Dr. Loomis is like, yes, he's the boogeyman. Um, Loomis walks over to the balcony and looks down... But Michael's not there anymore. Classic. He's not on the ground. Unsurprised, Dr. Loomis stares off into the night as Lori begins to sob. Michael's breathing is heard during a montage of locations where he had recently been, indicating he could be anywhere. So at the very end, when it's like the movie's ending, you can hear him breathing in the background. It's like a running theme. Running Mm -hmm. theme. So that's where the first movie ends. Okay. This is where it, like, splits off into different directions. Mm-hmm. So, if you watch the movies that they, in the order they came out, the next movie, I don't know when it came out, a couple years after this one. 
Mm, I've seen this Halloween 2018 in the original. Yeah. So, after the original Halloween, mm-hmm. there's, like, a Halloween 2, a Halloween 3. Yeah, there was a bunch of other stuff. Just and the, like, um, what do they call those? Like you said, side stories. But Yeah. So, like, originally, when the second one came out, they made it seem like Michael, it's, like, the same oh, night. Oh, sequel. That's what I was thinking. Yes. Sorry. It's, like, the same night as the first movie, and he's, like, going to the hospital to find Lori, and then, like, other things happen. So, like, he gets away, but then he's, like, still there. So, it's, like, continuing the night. Yes. Gotcha. But the direction it takes it when you go to the Halloween that came out in 2018 Mm -hmm. is 40 years later. And what actually happened was at the end of the first movie when he disappeared, he had ran away. Mm -hmm. But since he was injured, he collapsed and then was caught. Gotcha. And he was put back into Smith's Grove. For the last 40 years. Gotcha. So that's where we're going. Okay. So now it's October 29th, 2018. Okay. Michael Myers, who has been institutionalized at Smith's Grove Psychiatric Hospital for 40 years, following the killing spree in Haddonfield, is being prepared for transfer to a maximum security prison. Okay. This, I thought this was funny. Because I didn't know this. When I watched the movie, because it never said. Yeah. True crime podcasters, <laughs> Aaron Corey and Dana Haynes, visit the hospital, and during their encounter, Aaron displays the mask that Michael wore in 1978, shows it to him, and it doesn't affect him at all. Yeah, I remember that part. Yeah. I thought they were just, like, reporters. Mm-hmm. They're podcasters. <laughs> I didn't know that. Me either. And so, when I was looking this up, I thought, I thought that was really funny. That is funny. So, back in Haddonfield, Lori Strode lives in fear of Michael. She drinks a lot and rarely leaves her house, which is heavily fortified. Lots of locks. Yes, lots of locks. (laughs) Um, She has a strained relationship with her daughter, Karen, whom the state took away from her when Karen was 12. Because Lori's, like, basically crazy. Yeah, but she's been prepping for, like, Michael for the last 40 years. And she also, like, put that on her daughter, too. Yeah, exactly. That's that's why why she got taken away. Right, that's why they took her away. Allison, who is Lori's granddaughter, Mm -hmm. Karen's daughter, tries to maintain a relationship with Lori, even though her and her mother don't get along. On the night of October 30th, as Michael is being transferred... The bus crashes, and patients begin to wander into the road. Which is crazy, because he he's supposed to be 60-something at this point. Yeah, point. yeah. So, the, he's 61. Yeah. Because it's 40 years later, and he was 21 in the first right. one. So, that's... And he's still, like, just as indestructible as before. Right. If not more. So, the accident causes a father and son to stop to see what's going on. Michael kills both of them takes their truck, and drives to Haddonfield. On the morning of October 31st, Michael sees Aaron and Dana visiting his sister Judith's grave. Okay. They're doing more podcast stuff. Right. A lot more than we do, apparently. <laughs> Literally, I don't I don't think we've visited anyone's grave yet. No. So he follows them to a gas station where he kills both of them, and it's brutal. Well, I feel like it's kind of justified they did show him the mask. Yeah. So they were they trying to get a reaction. off. 
Yeah. Yeah, like, that's not what you do to somebody who's, like, that mentally ill, obviously. If we ever had the chance to actually interview someone like that. Bruh. I'd be, sh- I'd be scared shitless. I would too, but at the I same time. I wouldn't what to say. Well, when I was an EMT, I actually transferred a couple people from, like, the jail. Mm-hmm. And a couple of them were murderers. And I got to talk to them That's on the crazy. ambulance. And one guy was very much, like, remorseful. Mm. Because he was basically dying because of all the bad shit that had mm-hmm. happened to him over the years. And he's like, it's karma. Like, I deserve it because I killed somebody. But then there's those but people. then there's some people like Michael Myers. <laughs> That's just what I'm saying. But give no fucks. You do not want to try to get a rise out of someone like that. Oh, no. So, he kills both of them. And he also kills a mechanic for his overalls. There we go. And then he goes to Arian Dana's car where he gets his mask. Mm-hmm. Deputy Frank Hawkins, who arrested Michael in 1978 tries to convince Sheriff Barker that Michael is dangerous after learning that he had escaped. Okay. Lori also learns of Michael's escape and attempts to warn Karen, but Karen dismisses her concerns, urging Lori to move on with her life. Right. Because this is a repetitive thing. Right. Lori has lived like this for her whole life. So, yeah. Karen Karen's things like, like come on out, just get stop. over it. Yeah. yeah. So, later that night... Allison finds her boyfriend, Cameron, cheating on her at a costume party, and she leaves with his friend, Oscar. Okay. Their friend. They're all friends. Meanwhile, while babysitting a boy named Julian, Julian's hilarious. Do you remember Julian? I feel like I do. He was the kid, oh my gosh, that kept saying the boogeyman was in his closet. I think I remember He was clipping that. his toenails on the oh, couch. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Okay. So, while babysitting a boy named Julian, Allison's best friend, Vicky, and her boyfriend, Dave, mm-hmm. are killed by Michael. Okay. So, Vicky and Dave were babysitting Julian. Right. And then Michael kills, okay. kills them. Deputy Hawkins and Lori overhear the incident on the radio and go over to the house. Okay. They're not together. Hawkins and Lori. She's, like, in her truck with, like, a shotgun. Mm -hmm. And she's, like, driving around town looking for Michael all crazily. She's been preparing for him for 40 years. She's ready to kill this dude. Yeah, she's ready to get him gone Mm -hmm. for good, good. Lori sees Michael for the first time in 40 years and shoots him in the shoulder before he runs away. Okay. So he's been shot. Okay, that's one shot. The police take Lori Karen and her husband Ray to Lori's home for protection and a squad car remains outside the residence. Obviously, she's prepared for this for her whole life. Right. So, her house is heavily fortified. Oh, for sure. She had like seven locks on her door or some shit. And she's got like metal things over her windows. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. Like a whole security system that she like built herself. Yep. So, Deputy Hawkins promises to find Allison because Allison is still out running around the streets. Right. Um, He promises to find her and bring her to be with her family. Okay. Dr. Ranbeer Sartain, I think that's how you say his name. Okay. um, Who's Michael's psychiatrist and former student of Dr. Loomis, persuades Sheriff Barker to help in the hunt for Michael. Meanwhile, as Allison and her friend Oscar walk home from the party, Michael kills Oscar, mm-hmm. 
but Hawkins and Sartain arrive just in time to rescue Allison. Deputy Hawkins then tries to kill Michael, but Dr. Sartain, who has become obsessed with Michael's, how do you say the word? Enigmatic motivations? Yep. Um, attacks and leaves Hawkins for dead. Yeah, I remember. I remember that part because that dude's like obsessed with Michael Myers. It's revealed that he orchestrated Michael's escape to study him in the wild. He wanted to see what he was going to be like in Haddonfield. Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy. You're dumb. (laughs) You are dumb. You're literally killing people yourself. Literally. So, Dr. Sartain then heads towards Lori's home with an unconscious Michael and Allison locked in the back seat together. Michael Myers in the back seat, literally sitting next to Lori Strode's granddaughter. But he doesn't know that. No, he does no, he doesn't know Allison is Lori right. Strode's granddaughter. Otherwise Yeah. He would have killed her right then. But he's unconscious. Right. Right now. For now. For not now. Not long. Yeah. So Michael wakes up mm-hmm. and kills Sartain because he's behind him. Right. While Al- Allison Ends up getting out of the car anyway. Michael then ambushes and kills two police officers that are outside Lori's home. When Ray goes outside, which Ray is um, Karen's husband. Okay. When Ray goes outside to greet who he believes are the two officers, Michael strangles him to death. Lori manages to get Karen to safety before she engages in a showdown with Michael. Which, her house has, like, a hidden basement in there. Yeah, and they go in there. Yeah. So, she's, like, down there waiting. doesn't she, like, throw Karen the gun? And she's, like, I know you know how to use it. Or something. It was something cool where she gives her the gun. She's, like, I know I taught you how to shoot. Or something like that. She's basically, like, "You, you got this. Yeah. Like, you're fine. So, Lori severely injures Michael. But he stabs her in the, in the abdomen and pushes her over a balcony. Okay. Just like he did in the first movie mm-hmm. when he went over the balcony and he disappeared. Right. He basically did the same thing to her. Gotcha. Um, well, she did fall over the balcony mm-hmm. in the first movie, too. Well, she fell over the stairs. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. okay. Gotcha. So. I, would, I don't know why I was thinking of, like, stairs or, like, having the stairs that have the balcony. That's oh, what yeah. I was thinking of. Yeah. No, he, like, pushes her out the window. Out the gotcha. Balcony. So, when Michael goes to check Lori's body, it's not there. Classic. Man. <laughs> Literally the same thing that happened in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So, Karen pretends to break down in, in tears and is, like, crying out for her mom. Right. Which lures Michael to her and then she shoots him. She's like, gotcha, bitch. Right. And shoots him. Lori suddenly reappears and attacks Michael, trapping him inside the safe room, the the hidden uh, basement, mm-hmm. with Karen and Allison's help. So, now they're in the house, and he's downstairs, and there's, like, bars right. over the opening, and he can't get out. So, they, Lori had, like, a mechanism in place where she could, like, set the house on fire. Mm-hmm. So, they do. They set the house on fire, and Lori says goodbye to Michael before she begins to faint and lets her daughter and granddaughter quickly hitchhike a passerby vehicle to take her to the hospital but there's a final shot of the burning basement 
and you yep. can hear. You don't see him. He's nowhere in sight. He's not standing there. The basement is ablaze. It's uh, literally ripping fire. But while the credits are rolling, you can hear him breathing mm-hmm. in the background, indicating he is alive. Right. And that's how that movie ends. So now we're going to go to Halloween Kills. Okay. On ha- And Halloween Kills is just a continuation of the same night after they set fire to the house. Okay. Okay. So... On October 31st, 2018, after being stabbed and left to die by Dr. Sartain, Hawkins is found by Cameron Elam, which I think is, um, it was Allison's boyfriend. Okay. Um, Her ex-boyfriend that cheated on her. Yeah. Who uh, calls an ambulance. Okay. Hawkins regrets not allowing Michael's execution and vows to kill him. Okay. Meanwhile, Tommy Doyle, which was the little boy mm-hmm, from right. the first movie that she was babysitting, okay, celebrates the 40th anniversary of Michael's imprisonment along with fellow survivors Marion Chambers, Lindsay Wallace, and Cameron's father, Lonnie. Having each survived an encounter with Michael in 1978. And they're the same actors in okay. the movie, which I thought was really cool. That is cool. Like, they were kids in the first movie, and now they're grown, and it's, like, the same actors. That's cool. I thought cool. that was pretty cool. All of the actors are the same. Mm-hmm. Dr. Loomis was the same. Michael is the same. Lori's the same. It's all the same actors, which I thought was a nice touch. Yeah. So, firefighters who were responding to Lori Strode's burning house, inadvertently release Michael without knowing. And then he ends up slaughtering them all with their own equipment. It's brutal. Oh, I bet. It is brutal. Oh my gosh, he's insane. Well, he's Mm -hmm. even more pissed now. Yeah. Because she tried to kill him. Right, and he was locked in the basement. Yeah. So, Lori... Karen and Allison are taken to Haddonfield Memorial Hospital where Lori undergoes emergency surgery as Michael murders Lori's neighbors before making his way back to Haddonfield. Okay. Tommy, Marion, Lindsay, and Lonnie learn of Michael's killing spree through a wireless emergency alert. Okay. They're at a bar. Right, and the patron, the bar patron, Vanessa, supposedly encounters Michael in her car, but the driver crashes and escapes unnoticed. Tommy forms a mob of vengeful Haddonfield residents to hunt down and kill Michael. They're sick of it. Karen, who's in the hospital, is informed that Michael is still alive and withholds that information from Lori to allow her to recover because she just had surgery. Right. Allison reconciles with Cameron, her yep. ex-boyfriend, and she joins Tommy's mom, mob, 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 yes, to avenge her own father's death. Okay, I get that. Lori and Hawkins both awaken in the same room and reminisce about their for- former relationship. Mm. I don't know. While warning the Haddonfield community to stay inside their houses... Marion, Vanessa, and her husband Marcus are killed by Michael. 
Lindsay escapes and is found alive by Tommy, Lonnie, Allison, and Cameron. The group map out Michael's path and his victim's location and deduce that he is heading towards his childhood home. Obviously. Where he always goes back to, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Tommy takes Lindsay to the hospital and reunites with former Haddonfield Sheriff Lee Brackett, who was um, Lori's friend Annie mm-hmm. in the first one, her father. Right. Um, and then An- who Annie was one that was killed in 1978. And informs Lori about Michael's survival. Across town, Michael murders the current owners of his home as Lori prepares to leave for the hospital. Leave the hospital, sorry. Lance Tovoli, a fugitive convict from Smith's Grove Psychiatric Hospital and the driver of Vanessa's car, who escaped alongside Michael when the bus crashed, arrives and is mistaken for Michael. Tommy's mob pursue him through the hospital before Karen realizes that he's not Michael. Despite her attempts to calm the mob, and I hate that word, mob, yeah. That's a hard word to say. Um, and help Lance. He jumps out a window to his death. So they think it's Michael. It's not yeah. Michael. Jumps out the window. Lori urges Karen to work with Tommy and Brackett to hunt Michael down. Elsewhere, Lonnie enters Michael's home alone and is killed. Allison and Cameron rush inside and find his corpse before being attacked by Michael, who murders Cameron. So now Allison is face to face with Michael yet again. As Michael prepares to kill Allison, Karen stabs him in the back with a pitchfork and steals his mask. That's a no no. And taunts him to follow her. Now he's really pissed. She leads Michael into Tommy's mob, who swarm attack and supposedly kill him. When the mob disperses, because obviously Michael is quote-unquote dead, mm-hmm. he recovers and kills the whole mob, including Tommy and Sheriff Brackett. Back at Michael's home, Karen goes upstairs to investigate while Allison receives medical attention. Michael appears and stabs Karen to death in Judith Meyer's old bedroom as Lori stares out of her hospital room. Dang, that's the ending of that one? I haven't seen that one. that's the ending of the movie. Dang. He stabs Karen. Well, it's never really confirmed that she dies. Oh, okay. But it is assumed. So. Maybe it's not. Karen is Lori's daughter. I feel like Karen's Lori's daughter. I don't feel like she's dead. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't feel like she is. I don't is. know. I don't Just think she is Just because she's Lori's daughter. And Lori has no idea she's in the hospital. Right. So. That's the that's the last that we know. Obviously, there's still more to happen. There's one more movie that comes out, and it comes out I think October sixteenth of okay. this year, and it's called Halloween Ends. It's mm-hmm. the last ever Halloween movie, and I think we're finally gonna get a close on Michael Myers and get some closure. The only way that we're going to get closure is if he dies. Yeah. And the only way... I don't even know how he's going to die. Yeah. Like, how do you kill Michael Myers? He's been shot. He's been stabbed. He's been burned. Literally. Like, in a house. So, like, how does he die? I don't know. But that's it. That's a good one. That was good. Um, I 
my husband logan mm-hmm. is obsessed with michael myers and halloween right that is his favorite movie of all time um so he really wanted me to do these movies so i told him i would um but yeah i thought maybe that was, that'll be the first episode he listens to yeah logan <laughs> I thought that was a good one to kick off the month of October. It is. Get ready for Halloween. I feel like September is really, like, when you start to get into fall. Like, mm-hmm. I get into fall in August, let's be oh, real. Oh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, like, September is just, like, that month where it really starts to feel like fall. And, like, you start getting into the fall stuff for real, for real. And then October hits and you're, like, Halloween. Halloween, like, spooky. October 1st was, like, yeah. time for Halloween. So, I'm going to try and find, like, a big one. Mm -hmm. Because my last episode before Halloween comes out on, like, the 28th. Mm -hmm. Right before Halloween. So, if you guys have any suggestions of what you want to hear, some Halloween-themed story, a topic, a person, you know, if you guys have any preferences, Mm -hmm. DM us on any social media. And maybe I'll cover it for our big episode before halloween um but yeah that's all i got for you guys i hope you enjoyed it um yeah your episode will come out the 26th and mine will be the 28th okay so let us know if you guys have any suggestions and i think that's it yeah go follow us on all of our social medias yep link in bio link in bio link in show notes Uh, Also in bio. (laughs) Also in bio. Um, Yeah. And we'll see you next time. Bye.